Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, Jennifer Bird shares a story about a long walk in the woods, a long interesting walk in the woods with her brother. I'm, uh, I'm from Memphis originally, and uh, hearing myself on the microphone reminds me that in the 14 years I've spent here in Virginia, I haven't really lost my accent. Um, I have one sibling, uh, a brother, and he's from Mississippi. And the reason we're from different places is because even though we have the same parents, we're, um, we're born 12 years apart. And so we grew up with very different lifestyles. Um, he, uh, he started to kindergarten the first, uh, the first day he started to kindergarten was also the first day that I started to college. And so we, um, we were separated by a lot of age and, uh, it was almost like we grew up as only children with the same parents, but only children, except for the period from when I was 12 to 18, when I was this built-in babysitter that didn't get paid and I constantly kept him, um, which was kind of fun, too, because he was a cool kid. He, uh, he had, um, uh, he had a, a really bad eyes, and so from the age of about two or three, I can't remember, he started wearing glasses, and he had these huge, huge eyes anyway. And you put these glasses on him, and he looked like that kid from Jerry Maguire, um, except <laughs> he liked to wear his hair slicked back with gel, he, he always kind of had this real sense of who he was, and uh, he'd carry this briefcase around with him, like a life-size, you know, a regular adult briefcase with the square edges and the handle. Um, he's just cute. And he, uh, um, he liked to wear ties, too. He had a bunch of, a uh, pretty big collection of clip-on ties, and it <laughs> didn't matter if he had a T-shirt on or a polo shirt. He, uh, he liked to have his tie on. And so my, my family, after I left to go to college, my family moved to a farm in Mississippi where my grandparents already lived, and uh, my brother was already spending a lot of time there. And on this farm, they had cows, and they had horses, and chickens, and a pond with fish in it, and uh, there was even a goat named Annie at one point. And my brother was really into um, to horseback riding. When he was so small he couldn't ride a regular-sized horse, they got him a mini pony. And uh, he progressively, pretty quickly, started riding um, bigger horses, and he started rodeoing when he was a teenager, and, and he still rodeos some. And uh, this is very different than my lifestyle, which is much more city-focused. Uh, I might take a, you know might do a little backpacking or something, but other than that, I'm, I'm in the city. And so, even though we're so different, there's just this great common thread that you have with your siblings, and there's just this great connection that we have, and so every time I go home, I try to spend some time with my brother, just one-on-one, -on -one doing something. And so, because he does love to horseback ride so much, that's what we tend to do. Uh, we'll go out on trail rides, and we've done this for years. Um, he's got this great horse that he's had for I don't know how long now, for, for years. The horse's name is Jazz, and they're, like, on the same plane. He gets on that horse, and they have, like, psychic communication. 
and uh, when they go for a ride, they're, um, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're one and the same. And uh, so we've, we've done this for years. We've gone out on rides. And a couple of years ago, I went home. He wanted to go out on a trail ride again. Um, but he had gotten really into doing nighttime rides. So I'm like, yeah, all right, no big deal. I'll go with you, go on a nighttime ride. And uh, so around 9 o'clock that night, we saddle up. And um, I'm not a stranger to horseback riding, but I'm certainly not nearly as familiar with it as he is. And uh, he gets on his horse, Jazz, and he puts me on a Tennessee walker um, that he hasn't had that long. And uh, this, this Tennessee walker's a beautiful horse. And if, if you don't know uh, about them, what's unique about them is the way they walk. They kind of have this up and down motion like this um but it's uh, it's it's really inefficient <laughs> so it's real pretty but it doesn't keep pace and so we leave from the barn it's my parents barn at their house and we're just going to be riding in trails kind of near to their home and Every so often as we're riding, I keep slipping back away from him because of my inefficient horse <laughs> trotting along. And so I'd every once in a while yell, yell up at him, hey, Clayton, slow down, slow down. My brother's name's Clayton. Um, and by the way, I got to name him that. Uh, it's a name that is very Southern and I think now quite fitting to the fact that he's from Mississippi. Um, but apparently he hates it. <laughs> had he been a girl he was either going to be Meredith or Audrey um, but uh, I, I was really proud that I got to name him and a couple years ago I started thinking you know maybe my parents didn't let me name him because it was something special maybe they were just like holy shit we're having another unexpected kid that's one less thing we have to worry about We'll, we'll let the other kid name him. So he would slow down when I would yell for him, and uh, I'd catch back up to him. And it was, it was a, a beautiful night. I can't remember exactly when it was, but it was cold out. Um, my guess is it was probably October, November, and um, that kind of cool crispness in the, in the air, and the sky was really pretty because it is out in the country. And... We're riding along, and I hear, <laughs> and it was a coyote, and a coyote is one of the most haunting noises that I think you can hear. It certainly, it just chilled me. Uh, I've only heard a coyote a few times in my life, and it's probably uh, only second to a pack of coyotes howling which is what happened shortly thereafter. And I'm, I'm terrified. And um, I think one thing I forgot to tell you about my brother is if I was going to describe him, I'd probably say he's somewhere uh, in between like this kind of farmer type uh, slash cowboy. And in the last few years, he's gotten into uh, this kind of survivalist thing, um, Mississippi. <laughs> and so I'm like, Clayton, oh my God, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm freaking out, I'm scared. And he's kind of sauntering along on his horse. 
and he says, they live here. <laughs> we'll be fine. That's just what they do. <laughs> He's not worried at all. And um, I feel slight calmness because he's so calm, and I figure he's out here riding all the time. He's got this under control. And um, that coyotes keep howling, and I don't know if they're getting closer or not, but it certainly feels like they're getting closer. And every time the coyotes howl, the horse that I'm on does this, like, shake and neigh thing. (laughs) And I can tell the horse is nervous. And I'm sure the horse knows I'm nervous because I know enough about horses, which is very little, but to know that, like, there's energy and I can feel her energy and she can feel mine. And I'm just, I, I realize if she gets scared, if we get close to these coyotes, she could buck me off. And then I'm coyote meat. And so, it, you know, it keeps on going a bit. And I'm like, hey, Bro, I've had, I've had enough. I, you know, I'm not comfortable with this. You're a great rider. You'd be able to get out of this scenario, but if a coyote comes up on us, I'm, I'd be toast. I, I'm ready to go back home. I'm, you know, I'm scared. That's all right. We'll go back home. He resigns. And so we, uh, I'm holding on to this horse with a death grip, you know, just thinking all we've got to do is we're in a field, We've got to go into some woods, through some woods, and then we'll be out in a clearing. And once we get it out in that clearing, I knew I'd feel a little bit better um, because there's just a, a small airport there, and then my parents' house is, uh, is just beyond that. It's just a little uh, airport where, like, crop-dusting planes um, uh, fly out. And so we start heading through, and I'm nervous about going deeper into the woods, but just thinking... Once we get through the clearing, it's all going to be fine. And so I'm hanging on the horse, hanging on tight, and he's just riding along. This is just every night to him. And uh, we get out of the clearing, uh, out of the woods, out into the clearing, and I just feel this huge sense of relief. Like, all right, the coyotes aren't going to get me tonight. I'm going to live. And literally maybe five seconds later, we get here hear gunshots and the gunshots are coming from in between uh us and um and my parents house and I can see my brother as soon as he sees it he stops and he's becomes very rigid and I'm scared anyway to hear the gunshots um but even more so scared that I see that he's he's scared about it and he's and so he says shh be quiet be quiet and he says, it's probably just some of the drunks shooting at the airport. <laughs> Does not make me feel better. And, um, and so he, he leans forward, and he pulls something out, and he's got a gun, a small gun. I don't know what it was. It wasn't shiny. So it wasn't a pistol, I guess. And, and I'm you know, lots of thoughts are crossing my mind really quickly. And I'm thinking, yeah, I could see this. This is my brother's dream, a shootout riding his horse. <laughs> and I'm part of it. And so it, 
it, you know, we're sitting there trying to figure out what, what to do because we don't want to keep riding towards it. Um, but it suddenly dawns on me because I hear the coyotes again. They could be shooting towards the coyotes and we're in between them and the coyotes. And they could see us move and think that we're a coyote and shoot at us. So I whisper this to my brother. He agrees. And the only thing we can decide to do is just make off like crazy, uh, uh, running the horses towards the gunshot and just start yelling. And, um, and that's what we did. And uh, we made it. We, uh, we, we, I ran probably faster on that horse than I ever have. And I was hanging on for dear life. And... Um, we made it past the airport, and we made it back to my parents' house. And we got off, put the, uh, the horses up, and that is the last trail ride I ever went on with my brother. <laughs> Thanks, guys. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.